Thanks to the Diamond Tina Podcast Network, this is more Fired Up! So you are on more Fired Up on the Diamond Tina Podcast <laughs> Network. My name is Chris Gale and I'm sitting here with three monarchists. Stephen Ferris, Dennis Carnahan and on the controls, Redfern, Pat. The big event, of course, over the weekend, gentlemen, was the Queen's Birthday Honours. Yes. How are we feeling about this? Well, I missed out. Not very, not very happy, really. <laughs> and what the what I realised it's up to you guys to nominate me. Like it's up to me to nominate you. Obviously, how, no one cares enough. How can we only point at him? Didn't point at me. Why, Dennis, why can't you nominate me? I'll, I'll be up for a while. I'll take Wonderful. it. Okay, you got to rally the troops, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but what really it, it dawned on me that I, I had not realised the shift from the Queen's Awards, uh, you know, the British Empire Awards, to Australia Honours List. Yes. That there are two occasions. One on Australia Day, one on Queen's Birthday. So they get called the Australia Day Honours List and the Queen's Birthday Honours List. And they're but all they're the same thing. So Correct. they're all OAM. It does, it's just, it does my head in. It's twice the joy. It's like having a twice birthday and joy. Christmas each year. And if you missed out, you go, oh, I might get in in June. Yeah. Look out. Does Her Royal Highness have anything to do with the nominations and the... Absolutely no? nothing. Really? Does the Governor General? Absolutely nothing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you should say that because... First of all, not being being nominated but not getting there is a little bit like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, there's have you been names. nominated? No, but there's some big names. I think like the likes of Todd Rundgren never made it. Never made it. Being yeah, nominated, yeah, but yeah. you know, it takes a while. Yeah. But Would you reject one? No. Would you reject one, Dennis? Well, look. Wouldn't you feel pretty good? Hang on, hang on. No, I, I would love it. I'd love it. <laughs> the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or a, no, an Order of Australia. I, I think I'd no. I'd probably take it. Why not? <laughs> my old man has one. Yeah, Does my he? old man has one too. Yeah. 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 Did your old man, Dennis? No. Redfern No, Pat- my old man did. Damn, geez. My old man had three national parks declared. <laughs> there you so go. Take those. Bigger legacy. <laughs> we'll take and, those. And, and what was our thinking on Jonathan Thurston and Cameron oh, Smith receiving? Well, Jonathan, oh. Thurston, Jonathan Thurston receiving OEM, fantastic <laughs> services. You know, he turned his life around. Services to league, services to Indigenous peoples, fantastic stuff. Cameron Smith? Once it does, you're bloody headed, what? isn't it? You know? What? Is I mean, it, is, 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 is it like there's, there's, there's an A and the B? Is there, yeah. a, is there a, you know, Thurston got an actual award, yeah. and then there's like the, the nasties or the. You know. So the question is, begs, who nominated Cameron Smith? Cameron Smith. The, uh, no, it's clear to me. Well, if he's the devil, it's not the devil, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's Prince <laughs> Philip. <laughs> who, who is akin to the devil? Yeah, he, no, he's not. I, lo- I won't hear a word. Okay, against, okay. As a monarchist, I won't hear a word against him. <laughs> Prince Philip is in that room with Mr. Burns, yeah. the Texan oil man, yes, Doctor yes. Hibbert, and Dracula. Dracula. No, and Prince Philip is doing it for purely mischievous purposes. Uh, come on. I won't hear a word. Can I tell you my Prince Philip story? It's 1977. It's Canberra. The Queen is coming to Canberra for the first time. She's been in 1954. She came here, but she's coming to Canberra. All the kiddies in Canberra are lined up on Anzac Parade. We had two practice days to walk from every primary school in the area to line up at our allotted spot. Me and Matt Green had just been given our pen licenses. So we had pens, not just pencils. And my big brother showed me how to turn a pen to a pea shooter. And we thought with the 11-year-old boy brain, wouldn't it be a good idea to pea shoot the Queen. Mm. So we've got our pens in our pockets and we've got little bits of paper and we're yeah, chewing them up and the Queen's walking past and she's about five, six metres away just off our port bow. So we take the nibs out of the pens. We put the spitball in. Where we go? I don't know whose it was. Neither of us hit, but one went past her eye line such that she adjusted and looked and went, what was that? And maybe thinking it was a fly. And we then, Or a bullet. And we then... Well, she probably wouldn't see that, but we... It suddenly <laughs> dawned on us that maybe it's not a good idea to pea shoot the queen. Mm. And she's walking on smiling. 
Next thing we know, Prince Philip, who's walking right next to the rope, which we're on. <laughs> we've white spot we've, his face, we've packed he? our pens away and put them in our pocket. And Prince Philip walks up and he's right next to the rope and he leans in and goes, hello, boys. And we just sit there. And how I didn't wet myself, I don't know, because we were terrified. He then goes, leans in really close and says, I saw what you did. Is that right? And is this true? This is 100% true. Wow. And we're terrified. And he then gets really close and says, you missed <laughs> and then well, walks past. He gets an extra goal point for that, doesn't he? So I won't hear a word against him. No, that, no. that man is mischief. But what? there's only two people that would have nominated. Yeah. Molly Meldrum. Right. Can't help myself. Yep. Knows no better. <laughs> right. And Philip Ruddock. Come on. You're saying Philip Ruddock nominated Cameron Smith? Yeah. Well, you, well, you said Dracula, right? Yeah. You brought to mind bloodless creature <laughs> with no soul or heart. By, by the way, you, you, reflecting on your anecdote, two things. First of all, oh, they've got an Anzac parade in Canberra as well. Um, you were 11. What kind of monster were you? Yes. I mean, I didn't, if you were six, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But by 11, you matured a little pull, bit. I didn't pull the wings off flies. You I could have set off an international flies. incident that could have had ramifications no, no. for decades, yeah. Dennis. Well, maybe we would have been a republic. So he's now. obviously paid some money to somebody. He's twisted some arms. For... <sighs> but, but Really, but come on. Doesn't it raise a bigger question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Cam gets one and he's still playing, yeah. why doesn't Cooper get one? Yeah, what about Gal? <laughs> Well, they've cheapened, they've, they've cheapened the Immortals concept. They're certainly cheapening the OMAM. I know. What did he get it for? For services to what? To what? To theatre? To cabaret? Yeah. yeah. Manipulation of anything to that's politics? going. It's, it's for not being injured, I think. I think I think he's for services to sports science. Are we going back to the octopus DNA? Yeah, that's right. Who is right. donating for, his body to science after For being the next level of human evolution, I think. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, Rugby League is, mm. and we are here, of course, to unpack NRL 13. I think it's every chance I called it uh, round 11 last week when it was round 12. But anyway, oh. we're here to unpack. Can we go back and fix that? And no. <laughs> NRL round 13. I love you say unpack, Chris. And like, <laughs> seriously, seriously, I'm fired up for the fact that I can't watch any Rugby League during this whole vivid period. I saw, I think, five minutes of a game all weekend. And here I am talking which, like which some game? bloody expert. Which well, game was it? The replay of the Dragons. That's oh. <laughs> so the first five years. I thought, so I'll the most put disappointing that game of the weekend. Right. <laughs> 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 well, it's absolutely no problem, Stephen, because I don't think you need to have seen the games no. in order to be able to forensically do them. Because I had a friend who used to, well, he still is, he's an enormous fan of the NBA, and he said, I would, first of all, I'd rather read the box score than see the game because I learn more from the statistics. And secondly, I enjoy the season. <laughs> I, I enjoy the NBA more when it's in the off-season where all the trades are occurring. So the game is just a... A background of the actual it's a periphery. fabric yeah, of yeah, yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, you, I can see with your screen in front of you on your tablet, yeah. you've got all the statistics a there. Man, have I got statistics. I can tell you who's sitting at fifth position right now. <laughs> Close contact meters. <laughs> Hit-ups. The mighty Newcastle Knights. And who's Nathan Brown? The, the brown spit polish is working. Who's leading in post-contact meters? Storm. Oh. <laughs> in total. I'm just wondering, it might be... Post contact Papali, Jesus. which I think you should change. Yeah, his we'll name get Cameron in there somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny that you should go to Newcastle, Stephen, because they kicked the round off on Friday night because, of course, of the, Origin. There are, I think, a lot of satisfying wins this particular round. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I felt anyway. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't feel that way. No, no. Tough for Redfern, Pat, South Tough for, yeah. to the Newcastle Knights, six in a row. 
Nathan Brown gave a very insightful interview last night on NRL 360 where he, you know, it was put to him, look, Nathan, you know, two months ago you were going to be the first coach fired. Now look at you flying high. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, I realise that it's a re- results-driven business. Yeah, I finally realised that one. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. And Paul Crawley pointed that out to Dean Pay in an article today. In <laughs> Who's sitting to at the bottom, correct? That's right. Yes. So whether you're high-flying yes. or at the bottom it's in the cellar, a results driven it's a results driven business. And, and didn't, didn't Dean Page just re-sign for another five years or something? Uh, yes, uh, he's um, extended through to twenty thirty, I think. Um, but that's just a smokescreen <laughs> for the arrival of Shane Flanagan. <laughs> You've heard this, surely? No, no. Yeah, the word is Flano is on board for mm. the Dogs in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. As a long, long way as the NRL away, will clear him, what could happen in two weeks' time, though, Chris? Yeah, I know. You know I know. So Dino sh- Pay is what? He's, he's just going to be the forwards coach or the defensive coach, or is he's, a, he's a, gone. assistant? But oh, he's just gone. Everybody's talking about this game because of the biff, right? I mean, it's, it was a huge biff game, right? Yeah. Nearly. Well, it was a Liverpool kiss from Huddersfield. Yes, as well, yes. Oh, an all kiss the, 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 from a man who's what six foot five touches the roof of an airplane. The, you don't want him nudging you with his head, do you? I mean, I think in the in the headbutting category, uh, Fitzgibbon said vis-a-vis Sam that it was nothing, that was just rubbing. But the Tom on Siafidi, the secondary, yeah, yeah, which was what got it going in the first place, was barely a love tap. I heard. Yeah, and you'd be more worried with the the, the direction that the Burgey noses going. You'd be worried about taking your eye out with one of those <laughs> bent noses. But the Burgey felt a little bit relaxed about all this, of course, because Sam is facing six weeks on the sideline with um, uh, shoulder surgery. Yes. And if you had gone out, as virtually nobody did, to ANZ Stadium to see the game, you'd feel short-changed because you lost two Burgey to the bin, and I think you lost Tom... No, George, to the HIA. Right. So you were getting less Burgey per spectator yeah, yeah, yeah. dollar, which is not good for the game. I no Burgey for your buck. Yeah, and what was driving their discontent? I mean, why were they angry? Is there because a reason Because they why, were losing. Because they were losing. Simple as that. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it. Do you like uh, it, Pat? And he all, loves it. <laughs> and all Wayne could say was, it's a, it's a, it's a, men's, it's a man's game. Didn't, hasn't he heard about this women's competition running at the moment? Not at all. Hasn't he, doesn't he notice the touch judges and the referees that are moving up the ranks that are women? Does he not notice that gender shift? People coming that, through the turnstiles? Yeah, that meaning it's a man's game, meaning grow up. They're not little babies. They can headbutt and kick and bite and scratch and out, eye gouge and punch and do whatever they want. Unless, they, unless they play for Canberra. Then they can't. Then they cannot do it. Then they're not allowed no to. Way. But I think you're right, Stephen. I, th- I think that Wayne Pennant put too much pressure on the South Boys because he said they've given me a lot of a hard time because of the, my stint at Newcastle. Yes. So go out and give it to them, and they yeah. were unable to deliver. They All got right. frustrated, and it blew up. Yeah, and that pressure, that, that, that overarching influence of Wayne was all over them because this game was writ large, wasn't it, with what Wayne meant to Newcastle or didn't mean to Newcastle, so to speak. What, little what, Wayne, what, Wayne's little head, Wayne's big head, all yeah, that business. Yeah, big Wayne, little Wayne. Right, so mm. the advice was coming from the wrong head, you're saying, Possibly, Dennis. possibly. A lot of feeling between Brown. Brown and Bennett ever since the head discussion. A lot of feeling. Wayne's never forgotten <laughs> and, that, has he? And, no, smart ass. And if you, and if you <laughs> lay it on top, Mitchell Pierce speaking to the referee. Mitchell Pierce is flying high at the moment. Sam put on a dog shot. Yeah, dog I mean, shot. <laughs> Who knows better? <laughs> well, hey, it's, it speaks for itself. You don't it have does. to make a joke about it. No, no, that, no. No, you don't. And then there was the other glorious one. I know I was skipping ahead here, but in the uh, in the Bulldogs game where the great Warren Smith, um, who did he iron out? He ironed out one of your players, one of the wingers. And, um, Warren Smith did. Ravalawa. No, Ravalawa. <laughs> Ravalawa got ironed out by Dylan Napa. Right. And then he went for another run. I see, I haven't run. seen that Hang yet, right? Spoiler. Right. Went for another run. And Warren Smith, you know, he got tackled. He's like, oh, he was glad he didn't get t- tackled by Dylan Napa. <laughs> 
Big Pappy's already drilled him once. Yes. Well, there's a man with a big head and a little head. Or a big head and a not-so-big head. I can't head. believe Warren's... Thanks, Warren. Thanks for saying that. I know he's a Yeah, listener. wow. In a very odd echo of that... Um, uh, I think his first name it's, is it Dennis Ortiz, the, the great Dominican Republic baseballer whose nickname is Big Papi. <laughs> got shot on the weekend. <laughs> he just at a nightclub. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Big Papi's been going down everywhere. Wow! Right. Mm. <laughs> um, referee Grant Atkins seemed to have a sort of uh, yep. a sm- little smirk on his face as he got to say the immortal words repeatedly. You can go, and you, you can, can go. go. Oh, yeah. I mean. He we, felt like Oprah Winfrey, didn't he? We, there's a lot of talk about we need to eliminate fighting in the game, but obviously everybody loved it. In fact, for me, being out at Canberra, the Tigers, the highlight of my night was the PA announcer letting us know that there'd been four sin binnings in the mm. South Newcastle game. Well, it's it's a probably neck and neck with a streaker. Right. Would you say? <laughs> but for the referees, the referees or, don't get to administer or officiate during biffs anymore. He did also. Grant Atkins had a, he had a night out. I think he, he's, he's coming back up through the ranks. I love Joey. His, that's his nickname. I know. Is that nickname. right? I love Joey. <laughs> but uh, Joey also had the opportunity to say, boys, pack the scrum properly. Pack the scrum. Call two players out and said, guys, I know you don't want to be in there. Nobody wants to be in the scrum. So can you well, just pack it is an and get it over yeah, with? Yeah. It, and is that had, a philosophic again, thing? That again, the rugby league just given up on the scrum? And, the, and this guy's saying, I know, look, I love them because <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm from rugby union background, <laughs> isn't he? Uh, but the reality is the rugby league players just go, what, do we have no, to pretend Grant again? Grant Atkins is not from rugby. He's from uh, Graham Atkins, the Parramatta winger who scored the first try oh, in the 82 joking. grand final. <laughs> Well, so that was an exciting game, and South Sydney, game. how many losses have they had now? Well, that'd be my timer going off. Right. What's and your timer saying? I don't know. Must Are you late? By mistake. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, the other game that night was when Dennis and I went out to oh, the new God, girl. Bank West, yeah. Okay, at Bank West Stadium. Did she lift up a skirt for you, Chris? Oh. <laughs> she did, didn't she? Look, I, I wanted to, you know, as, you know, as other yeah, people... the wrong... She like mooned to... him. Absolutely mooned yeah, him. Yeah, cop that, Chris Garth. And Garth. put her fingers between her ears <laughs> and went... Yeah, right. At the same time. As other people are known to have said, I'm a man of the people. So I thought I'd do the fan-based experience and use the fact that, uh, thank you very much, Gladys Berejiklian, and my cost of my public transport's included in the ticket. Oh, nice. Caught the train out to yeah. Parramatta Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Was then confronted with approximately a 22-minute walk to said <laughs> Bank West Stadium. Is that right? It's not on a railway line. It's, oh, no. Of course no. not. Are they putting a light rail in or what? Oh, eventually. Well, keep, keep the Liberal government in for another 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. They'll, they'll put we'll a light there. rail through it, there. The, the one advantage was... It was an opportunity to walk across the Parramatta Town Square, Have which, a look is, which is glorious. Imagine the new powerhouse. You did go past Peter Wynn's score. Yeah, that's right. a great right. place. Right. Love right. that. that. Was it open? It was open. Fantastic. Yeah. Is Parramatta it, is... also has, it's old school, it has two toy shops where you can actually walk in and look at toys and, buy, and there's model planes and things, actual toy shops. Well, you know when you go down to uh, uh, Ned Kelly country, mm. just this side of that side of the board, doesn't matter. There's always a... The greatest lolly shop in the world. Yeah, it's a lolly shop. shop that took over eight shops like a virus, and yep. you walk through it like it's a a, 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 a supermarket of lollies. Well, like Luna Park and the Mirror Maze or a something. Department more store. More lollies, more lollies, more lollies. Great. There's the caramel department. There's the hard lollies department. Right. Because if it's a what a two k walk, you say. They said one point six kilometres, but the, 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 the other trouble was you get there, yeah. and there's really no sense of occasional <laughs> theatre or signs, mm. and you get there and you're. At, in gate F, right. and you arrive at gate A. So you're going to walk oh, all the way around. Way around. You're, telling, you're telling me there's no statue of Jared Hone? There's a statue of Ray Price. Ray Price, okay. Yeah. No Is there, where's the statue of Ray Price? There's a statue of Ray Price. Saw the Ray Price statue, yeah. No wow. Dick Thornton? No. No Sturlow? you mean? Thornett, Dick Thornett? Dick Thornett, I mean, yeah. yeah. no Sturlow. Yeah, no no Sturlow. No um, Brett Kenny. No Brett Kenny. 
Shorts. Yeah, so there's a bit of work to be done. Yeah. What was your impression of the stadium, Dennis? The stadium, well, I, I have been there before, I'm afraid. I have uh, Have you sung there, Dennis? There. I haven't sung there yet, mm-hmm. and I would love to, because my impressions of working there as a sound engineer broadcasting rugby league, Beautiful. the sound is fantastic, and putting the, the effects mic out, yeah. when there's, when there's you know 10,000 people, it sounds like... It sounds like fifty when there's when there's thirty thousand people there when the dragons got a fourteen point lead against the eels and then choked to fifty fourteen. Um, that uh, the crowd of thirty thousand people, the noise it sounded like one hundred twenty thousand people. What crazed Spaniards watching Real Madrid? It was such a good noise. It's, the sound swirled. And the other day when we were there, the the pregame, the um, Cabramatta Two Blues versus the Tigers Ladies. Yes, which was the highlight of the night for a very comprehensive but win It was fantastic. The You're but pushing the, your luck here, Dennis. You're about, talking to a man who's heartbroken here, right? A, well, I'm giving him something, giving him a bone. You know, <laughs> they, they got to win. The Tigers got to win. But there was about 20 girls on and around the bench. And when the Tigers scored, which they did frequently, mm. the girls went off. And it sounded like there was five or 10,000 people down and there. It didn't just sound like 20. It sounded great. The acoustics are fantastic. Then they went quiet. Oh, but for the main on, game. Yeah. On the far side, there was two bays of Raiders fans. There was a Viking clap. There was a lot of noise. You could hear a lot of noise. Yeah. Chris didn't like it. Is Chris? it number 14? Is it Tom Starling? Tommy Starling. So Tommy Starling was warming up at the beginning of the game, and Dennis leads over the fence and goes, Tommy Starling, give us a wave. And, of course, he turns around <laughs> and gives a thumbs up because the sound just travels. <laughs> right, right. You could actually hear. That's pure Homer Simpson, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you could actually hear <laughs> at your end. If the bomb hit the turf, you could actually hear the ball hit the turf. But again, it said 12,000 people. There were probably six. There was nowhere near. It was a mausoleum. And also, my other thing about the stadium, it kind of feels like an apartment building that's just been built in Rosebury. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's slightly antiseptic. Yes. It's not really lived in. How's the coffee, though? It's it's very glad. You you, you could lift your leg, you know, with dissatisfaction in the corner, give you a bit of colour and flavour, Chris. (laughs) Well... Well, as I've made the observation, the Raiders faithful were there in numbers at the far end, and they certainly gave us the Viking clap. Oh, By the way, I don't like the Raiders anymore. I mean, everyone goes 94, <laughs> it's been a while. They're like an English Premier Soccer League team. Uh-huh. They're full of foreigners, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> and they're all playing soccer. Actually, right. no, they're, they're unlike an English Premier League team because they're full of Englishmen. Englishmen exactly. So that's the <laughs> other oh, South Americans. But your no boot work was out, and boots are a bit of a theme this week. Your boot work was outstanding, Dennis. The boot work was tremendous, and that's because the Englishmen and... Um, uh, Chotrich, they all get together before they come early to training to kick a round ball around because they're from round ball heritage. And um, Chotrich and the boys, they they all sit there and they they then end up swapping out the round ball and putting in the oval ball. So those moves that they did, they actually practice that. They actually practice doing little chip kicks, doing little bouncy kicks. They they sit there and do it. And this is Ricky was saying he loves it because he's taking all the accolades for all this extra coaching, which he's not doing. Right, and is is there anything better than getting credit for something this you haven't done? off the leash, right? Oh, hello, yeah. hello, Cameron Smith getting an OAM. Is there anything better for getting credit? Can we just you say twenty eight nil, right? Twenty eight nil. Twenty eight zip. Can we say one other thing about the stadium? Third Can we shout say out. One other thing about the stadium. Yes. Where we were sitting was pretty much adjacent to the try line, in between the try line and ten metre line. So that first try of the Raiders, it was so clearly forward. I was it unquestionably forward, but gracious. Looking back, the only ang- the only people who had the angle. Well, us. It's true. No one else could have seen it. Even on the TV, it didn't look it's forward. It's amazing because when I went and reviewed the TV, I go, oh, it wasn't forward. No, it, it really was, wasn't it? Was it was way forward. And it was like 45 I mean, degrees. G- and we were GPS there. trackers are in their, in their, in their backs. The ball Put them in the pill. G- we've, we've discussed this, the haven't we? Yep. GPS tracker on the ball. It's not hard to work out a grid, is it? 
There's the grid. There are the lines. Did it go forward? Let's check the GPS. Boom. Replay. Compare it to the GPS. It's not of hard. The moving it's technology. Even with, even with Chorts, the fact that he's moving forward, it was yeah. forward out of the hands. It was yeah. forward. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it was yeah. a great joy to get that try because I was ah. there with your mate Dave Ray, a couple of Raiders fans amongst some Tigers. We were going, that wasn't a try. That wasn't a try. But they're going upstairs. They can't take it away. It wasn't a try. Are we going to That was, was so much more exciting. It was. The, tr- the trouble is here is the Steedens are manufactured in um, China. Right. And with all the security... We don't trust the technology. Uh, we won't even reduce the technology. Well, you know, there's a lot of... Um, because this has been a week where national security has been at oh, a premium. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd hate to see the NRL being raided. Yes, yes, you know, yes. Huawei's mixed up <laughs> yeah, in this, yeah, yeah. their eyeballs. They don't want to install Chinese technology in the balls because it could be used is, to spy on us. And Huawei sponsored the Raiders. Is Dutton right. fighting against the Chinese or, or is he with the Chinese given those boats came in? Did they come in with seasons? Was Dutton on the boat putting in GPS <laughs> trackers himself that were made by Huawei? I don't know. I'm just asking the question here, you know. That's all we do is, is ask questions. Because they we were loading up on, on milk, powdered milk, weren't they? <laughs> and offloading with bloody students. That was the deal, correct? <laughs> students with Huawei 5G now, receivers in them. Disappointing. I mean, to see the storm who no one cares about except Molly Meldrum beat the Warriors again. Yeah, there's no interest in that whatsoever. I mean, really, Warriors, Warriors led early, so what? They should have got up. Won. They should have got up. Who cares? Move on. Yep. Move on. Uh, Sharks. Look, Sharks and Eels. <laughs> yeah. uh, King Gutherson abdicated early in the game <laughs> uh, with no super coach points, and I point that out because he was my super coach captain this week. Good call. Yeah. Great yeah. call. Um, now, I tell you what, though, uh, having Brendan Cowell back in town did something for them. Yes. Sharks just grew an extra fin. Extra fin. Dorsal, dorsal petrol, something. Yeah, 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 cartilage. Yes. <laughs> Extra layer. They dropped the outer teeth. layer of teeth. They pulled out the inner layer of teeth, yeah. Oh, dear. They, got, they had yeah. some more Lamora fish attached to them. Yeah, and Parramatta, what, they're just on a running, a losing. Well, well, I think I think if I read the news correctly, and I probably didn't, I think Mitchell Moses signed a three-year contract ex- extension 68 minutes before kickoff. Boom. And that was uh, the, the... death knell right there. That was the inspiration for the Eels to run off three late... Uh, tries to only lose by 16. Right. The interesting thing is that um, Coach Brad Arthur has gone to a very, very rare card in the pack for a coach. He's told his team they should harden up. Tommy. Mm. Wow. Mm. No whispering? No, and Tim Manor immediately left to go to the Bronson. Tigers. So has he has he signed with the Tigers? Or is he unsigned with the Jerry. Yes. Right. I mean, has every kid come with huge raps on him, yeah. dropped the ball consistently for the first two rounds, yeah. and then been an absolute genius? Right. Hat-trick. 18 years old. He's incredible. That's what my stats tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're about to go to a song, Dennis, but I just quickly really? want to bring in Redfern Pat on this. Redfern Pat. Redfern Pat. How do you feel about Mitchell Moses signing a three-year extension with the Eels? As long as it's not, as as not South. <laughs> Thank you, Redfern Pat. <laughs> Dennis, what have you got for us today? Well, what I've got for us today is I, I was really, you know... He's we, kind of going to play Don't Worry, Be Happy, right? We haven't, <laughs> we haven't dealt with Origin. You know, and we've we've kind of ignored the fact that Origin happened last week because of what happened in the game. But I I, I was really moved. You know, I'm a big fan of Kevy Walters because Kevy was a Raiders. Like he came on, he was there 87 to 89. Okay. He came on in the grand final in 89. So I've been a big fan of Kevy. And this whole the coach whispering thing, it's just it's 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 doing my head in. Now he is, of course, a boy from born in Rocky, grew up in Ipswich, which is known for artistic people, known for an artistic temperament, creative temperament. And that's in Canberra. They're both in Queensland, right. and that's uh, but they're geographically <laughs> okay. in Queensland. Canberra's in Queensland. So this is my song to Kevy about uh, about last week. Kevy is a man. I've always been a big fan of his, but lately something's changed, and it ain't hard to explain. Kevy's got himself a coach whisper, and it's driving him insane. He's got Kevy hypnotized. <laughs> 
Kevy's bottom lip is quivering, I just know it. And he's doing crazy new age things late, late at night. I can't believe how crazy Kevy's gone. Can't believe how crazy Kevy's gone. Where did he find a madman like that? His players had to play charades. They couldn't even say the other team's name. I'm concerned the coach whisperer's only magic power is hypnotizing Kevy into paying five and a half grand an hour. But Kevy won last Wednesday night. He said we were always gonna win. I just knew it. And he's saying crazy new age things like dun dun dun. You know I can't believe that Queensland won. I can't believe how Kevy's gone. Brilliant finish there, well. You're about Daniel. I think you're just too excited this week. I'm well, too excited. You <laughs> might think that's funny, I also Steven. got the headphone. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. But uh, this, this sort of hypnotism and madman thing, Dennis, <laughs> I just simply want to say I messaged Bradley Charles Stubbs yeah. on, on Wednesday night and said a win as expected. As expected. Now, do you use a different channel? Is some sort of magical... You know, magicians channel, you, you know, like WhatsApp for for you know those those in the know. No, no, just WhatsApp. Just WhatsApp. Okay. The Kool Aid Network. Ah, uh, now um, now that but Jonathan Thurst is not in the game anymore, but his spirit lives large in the Cowboys, <laughs> and I don't like to see them lose when Jonathan gets an award, an Australian award at that. Very disappointing, particularly to Manly. Particularly mm. to Manly. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, DC recovering from his syndesmosis yeah. off the back of the Origin game and. Um, Having said that, they are tainted by the greatest grub of all. Well, he's just Josh Maguire. Shot at the top of the chart. He doesn't even it? have legs anymore, does he? It's just a wriggling, sl- slimy like, little grub thing, you know? With his that beard. beard. That beard. beard. <laughs> that but he has fingers. He's got fingers, right? Just enough fingers to Just enough the fingers eye. to dig yeah. him into something. Oh. Some orifice somewhere. Dylan Walker of all people. <laughs> and, and supposedly, yet again, a concerning act, yes. but not a gouge. No. Second fine. $3,400. The good news is the third concerning act will see automatic suspension. But Hudson Young from your team, Dennis, got five weeks. Is there parity here? Is there no, balance well, in the NRL? No, it's well, a conspiracy. We of know course that. it is, because Hudson Young didn't play Origin for Queensland, yes, and so he's, he's expendable, whereas you know Josh Maguire, the yeah. game's... Let's face it, the biggest grub. Yeah. He's the biggest grub. He only gets fined. So I, th- I, think, I think what they've caught, what the lawyers have come in and said, Hudson Young, it's not his go, so we need to rub it out. Josh Maguire. It, is it actually his is his go. He's not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So let's just get some coin out of him. Right, okay, right. <laughs> and is is there a grub heaven or a grub prison or a grub? Where do they grubs go when they get in trouble? Uh, well, they <laughs> they either get squished or they metamorphose to butterflies. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see a grub. Which is what Ennis has done. Yes, he's a metamorphosed yeah, butterfly. Yeah. And, and if you <laughs> talks and sings, you know. And if you catch Gal's work on yeah. 100 Footy, he's he's grown wings. He is. He's yeah. prepared to call it like it is. Even yes. though he's still a player. Yes, yes. Yeah, like he goes. Well, the Tigers make the only goes. There's no chance yeah. of that. Where's Hopper? <laughs> Never really. Mm. No, just mm. stayed the grub. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes the pupae doesn't evolve. Just doesn't a, it? No evolving there at all. <laughs> Nature, come on. We, we were, of course, we're all riveted to our screens. Titans v Broncos. Um, simply, I just want to make one point. Uh, Jake. Turpin was uh, played a long lone hand for the Broncos. Who? Uh, Dick? No, well, it's not Dick Turpin. It's not. So no, it's Jake Turpin, and I think he moved into the half back spot because Dearden got injured with the syndesmosis. McCulloch came on, played hooker. So did he stand and deliver? Well, this is the interesting thing. I did a bit of research on Dick Turpin. Dick or, he, or on Dick? Oh yeah, yeah. He was romanticised because he was executed uh, for horse theft. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting that the Turpin is playing for a Bronco, isn't it? The Broncos. In- and you mentioned yes. Stan Deliver and, and, and this whole sort of night warrior thing. Did you when I saw Darius Boyd go down, he looked like I don't know, John Cleese in one of those films <laughs> playing a knight, going down on one knee to say, I salute you, you know, O knight of the realm or whatever. Did you, did you see that? That, that? that tackle he missed? No. It was an extraordinary moment. I watched the game. Are you kidding? Yeah, I, I saw you, that. You watched it. I saw that. I thought, you are kidding me. That was the worst missed tackle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and of course, any time I hear stand and deliver, I think Adam and the Ants. Of course you do. Yeah. Not the reels. No. <laughs> okay. no. Stand and live. No, I know that song as well. Sort of that, that sort of very uh, um, high-pitched keyboard. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, but where were you on the Adam the Ants you know, new romantic period? Oh. I thought they were very shallow. Really? Because they yeah. started with, they were very punk with Dirk wears yeah. white socks and then they got... Well, sp- Malcolm got his hands in them, didn't he? Well, he got split into Bow Wow Wow. Yeah, that's right. And, and Adam reinvented himself with uh, the guitar player Marco Peroni. Yes. And I'll always remember Gary Tibbs. Because Gary Tibbs was in a punk band called The Vibrators, and he went to Adam and the Ants via, believe it or not, Roxy Music. Wow. So Gary Tibbs wow. plays bass on Manifesto. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I actually quite like. Were you there? Uh, no. I was still in now, high school. Some good news, though, boys. High- Apparently, he is so fit. He does some Adam, sort of. Adam and No, Billy Idol. Oh, Billy he's Idol. fired up and he's doing <gasps> Vegas and he works out every day. He is ready for, I think, a 20 year celebration of the grand final replay. What do you reckon? Well, that's fantastic. With Billy Eilish. With Billie Eilish. Yeah. Father, Idol daughter, weird father, weird daughter. How good stuff. would that be? How good would that be? Yeah. What colour hair we yeah. don't know. What's that Eilish song about heroin or something? Like- <laughs> I don't know, but she's going she's gonna to bury Billy though. Yeah. yeah. How great's that? <laughs> Rugby league is king. Uh, Roosters have right. three in a row. Woo-hoo. Oh, isn't that fantastic? That's all we need to say. Isn't That's it? all we need to say. We're done. Yeah. We are done. I mean, my team might <laughs> done, be going badly, done, but I'm pretty done. happy. Yeah. Uh, and dra- so- Dragons and Bulldogs. Come on, Steve. No, 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 we don't talk about it. You can talk about it. No, no, I'm just saying with. Penrith, we're going to talk about the, that in Orange. That's an Origin talk. Maloney, Cleary, maybe. Well, yeah, I think we should look we'll at that. I think we should actually have a football chat about the Origin team. Well, I think we, if we're going to talk about Maloney, what should be pointed out is that Maloney, um, five times on camera, has been caught throwing shoes. Ah. He's a repeat offender. The, the song appears in Rugby League, the musical, because I was so moved by the fact that he has this shoe fetish. He repeatedly throws shoes. Is it Blake Ferguson. He's just a naughty little boy, isn't he? He loves throwing shoes. Yeah, yeah. I did have the chance to ask Robbo about this a couple of years yeah, ago, about yeah. the shoe throwing when he was playing at the Roosters, and I yeah. said, you know, he's, he's been caught throwing shoes. And the NRL actually came out with an edict saying players aren't allowed to throw the shoes off the field. Yeah. Oh, they did. And Robbo said, I don't like this, because with James, it's not mischief, it's OH&S. He's worried someone might trip over this shoe, which is why ah. he's just clearing the ground. Yeah. I didn't realise Robert had a sense of humour, but, but he does. Freddie, but Freddie had him over a barrel, didn't he? Well, Freddie he? was so unhappy he goes, he about goes, it. Is there a law? Is there a rule? Can Can Ben Hunt just do this? Pick up a, a boot and throw it away? Boy goes, Cordner's and, boot. We're referring yeah. to. In this and of course, occasion. the referees laughed, right? Or snickered. Can I? Can I? Snickered. Can, can I, I give you the some, Freddie quote? Yeah, oh, please. please. Yeah. I spoke to the referee's boss, whoever the hell that is, yeah. and he giggled. Cameron Smith. He giggled. <laughs> That's right, Cameron Smith. We all giggled. Oh, I am. Cameron Smith. Sorry. Is there no room for laughter in rugby league anymore, Chris? None. Is there none? None. And, and Freddie, of all people, should have got the joke, right? You, you know what? But he didn't, did he? You know what they say? Rugby league is not a matter of life or death. It's more important than that. Um, <laughs> and the referee's boss giggled and he said, well, I'm now going to coach my players to do it, which seems pretty churly from Freddie, doesn't it? He does. He, rather than saying, I want standard set, I'm going to sink into the All right. bit. All right. Okay. Right. Oh, he's playing games. Yeah. Well, you know, all know. of a sudden, the referee's yeah. boss, whoever that is, yeah. is it. Is it. Um, well, it's. Is, it, the, the, it's the, not Annesley. The, the puppet is Annesley. Like, yeah. that's, that's who they put up as the puppet. Obviously, not, it is Cam. And I'm just realizing, Cam, Cam, if you just make that C into a full circle, it's OAM. It's OAM Smith. <sighs> 
Jeez, he saw it coming, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And that's what I was looking there. Is it actually a typo that it just says Cam so, Smith, not OAM Smith? So but the yeah, referee's no, boss says... He says, you know what? We need to do something about this. There needs to be something written. Straight off the bat. That's how much influence Freddie, Freddie has. Freddie has, yeah, yeah, By yeah, simply yeah, threatening yeah, to yeah, do something yeah. churlish, the whole system has he, been he, changed. He, he walks through Melbourne with a pea, a pea coat. Boom. They've sold out. Freddie said, you can't have <laughs> people slipping around <laughs> on the field and you can't have people throwing boots off into the crowd. Funnily, or simple as that. Funnily enough, <laughs> Cordner was called upon to kick... With and it was fantastic. 49 metres. <laughs> Didn't look to me like he was slipping around. No, it was a great kick as well. Well, we, we're, we're straying into origin territory, but before we do, we've got to give Stephen a bit of a run here, Dennis. Look, Stephen, have after a run. F- was it five losses in a row? Yes. Can I just give you some... Can I jump in first and say... Ball facts the, in a second. At the end of last week's show, do you know what I said about the Raiders game? I said, thank, good for the, thank God for the Bulldogs. That's what I said after the Raiders played them. Can you say the same thing? Nothing to do with the Bulldogs. The fact of the matter is, we had lost most of our team. We were playing with a whole bunch of fourteen-year-olds. You know that. I know that. Blonde fourteen-year-olds with big teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Pumped up on steroids and human growth hormone. They they couldn't quite figure it out. (laughs) Nearly there. Not quite there. You get get a couple of big blokes back. You know, Corey Norman. You know, maybe a Sims brother. Okay, we haven't got James Graham. We haven't got uh, Gareth Widdop. You know, but suddenly something's clicking. I'd look out if I was you lot so, over your shoulder. So you're the typical fan. Like if you lose five in a row yeah. and you win one, we hate Mary. Solved. No, it was, and, <laughs> and, and who did you beat? The team coming last. last. Everything solved. That's all good. Um, Confidence game, Chris. Yeah, the, but the the thing that will be said is gorgeous tries from the Dragons, gorgeous. sweeping movements, Ravaloa. really nice. And that oh, that's a F E G. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's stretching it a bit, isn't I, it? I just want to take you back to the last topic and say this. Video, NRL to tell James Maloney to stop throwing opposition player boots into the crowd. Wednesday, 4th September 2013, the NRL has stepped in to ban a controversial niggling tactic from Roosters playmaker James Maloney. The Blues origin star has been caught out stealing the boots of opposition players thrown into the crowd. The NRL has swiftly... The NRL has swiftly stamped out the tactic, saying it poses an injury risk to players and fans. So, but swiftly, but forgotten. But what did they do? What was the, yeah, what what was the sanction? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. See it again. I don't want you to put any focus. Don't put the torch on Benny Hunter, right? He's had enough. Leave him alone. He's had enough. He's psychologically He's damaged. Enough. Come on, come on. He's had trouble <laughs> catching a football, let alone throwing a boot. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe yeah. he needs to throw more boots yeah. rather than catch I football. I mean, think of the ball as a boot. Origin 2, it's in the near future. The dish liquor bowl over in Perth, Stephen, you'll be working the I'll venue. I'll be there. Does anyone have any football-related opinions about what New South Wales should do? Because it seems like a schmozzle right Nobody now. has any idea, do they? No, I'm not. No, no, no good. Leave that to Freddie. <laughs> but uh, they need to take more shoes off. Right. Maybe maybe Benny Hunt was actually Maloney's trying to help them. Maloney's coming against maybe, Hunt. No, maybe Benny Hunt was actually trying to help them. Saying, here you go, Courtney. You're not playing so well. Get some magnesium in your feet through the soil. Oh, no, but maybe now... No, this ditch, is, this, ditch the boots altogether. But this has driven us to bring in Maloney. So the two boot burglars are up against each other, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't have one... Weapon without the other weapon. Well, it kind of neutralises. It, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boot burglars. You take one, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, in in broader rugby league matters, uh, reports in the Telegraph last weekend about uh, James Donato, the eighteen year old son of Shannon Donato, former South Sydney player, I think, Redfern Pat Shannon Donato, and I think he's the chief operating officer or something like that at the NRL right now. Something. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. His son was in a little brouhaha around Bondi Way and the bouncer suggested it was time for the boys to leave the venue. Right. And uh, <laughs> at the encouragement of his mate, James went up to the bouncer and uh, unprompted kissed the bouncer on the top lip. On the top lip? Yeah. <laughs> was it slowly and little little linger? I don't but, think there was much passion in it. Right. But it was uh, seen as a uh, incendiary act by the bouncer and there was a little bit of nut work following. And, right. And, <laughs> 
and, and, uh, and when you say not with a red Jimmy mark and, on his forehead, I see Jimmy Burgess and a blue on his lip. Right? Uh, it was it some sort of you know sexual sort of thing about the stiff upper lip. Could well, you know. <laughs> well, he had one afterwards, apparently. Uh, now uh, there was there were some other matters uh, involved. He's been put on a community service order. But interestingly, yeah. the magistrate, the, the bouncer, or Donato? No, no, no Donato. Right. Um, uh, the magistrate was uh, one Greg Grogan, who coached me <laughs> at high school. Now we're going somewhere. <laughs> And Magistrate Grogan said, I'm normally uh, encouraging people not to participate by, in fights by punching. Yeah. It's rare that I have to encourage them to not participate not kissing. in fights by kissing. Wow. The world has gone upside down, hasn't is, it? Is that, is, that a, is that a wrinkle that the NRL has not thought about? I mean, obviously, we're binning people for throwing punches and headbutts. You, what you're suggesting is rather than the digit hop, if Hopper had gone the, the full kiss, oh, that's right. could have really upset the opposition. Well, it's, it's, it's I mean, not who, banned right now, is it? What, what, what about if a bird just walked up and just yes. dropped one on your smacker? Which, which, which player in rugby league would you least like to be kissed by, Chris? Oh, Maguire. Maguire. <laughs> the slippery little hands trying to get your eyes, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry, I'm just more stuck dribble. on who I would like to be kissed yeah. by. You know? Yeah, well, lost with the, in the can. Can. I think Lachlan Lewis is a bit of a dream boat, don't you? Lachlan Lewis. They can't crack it for first grade. Yeah. They got injured yesterday. Nathan Cleary, not so much. No. no, 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 no. Shans. What about no. Shans, Nickel no. Clockstat? No. He's got a great ass. Uh, listen, there is this thing about the Maloney debate, whether he should come in and steady the ship and play with his partner. But, of course, apparently the leader of the Dally Emma running at the moment, the awards, is Mitchell Pierce. Of course it is. Wouldn't that be a redemption? Yeah. Hello, redemption. Yeah, bring him back. What do you think? Pierce and Maloney? I reckon so. Pierce and did, Maloney. Did they ever win a wow. premiership together? Uh, yes, they I did. I believe they there did. There you go. Done. And because what Maloney does, he game manages. Mm. And you know what we're lacking right now? Yes. Game, game management. Thank you very much. Done. Done. Wrapped up. The Roosters lost. That's all we need to know. And the only other news in rugby league that's worth reflecting on is uh, friend of fire up, Julian O'Neill, is pulling on the boots. Mm, those boots friend, again. Yes, yes. Hopefully. So they've got to pull those boots out of the out of the hall of shame, yes. the museum. Give him a bit of a clean out, you know, a bit of a spray, you know, deodorant, and he's going to put them on again. Yes, in the Legends of League tournament. Fantastic. Yeah, so I think we'll Is Del playing that. in that, your mate? Uh, well, Del has played in that. Yeah. yeah. Economy class Del. Well, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Del, right. Del, Del and I were in a near-death yeah. incident. Del's, Del's in a state of awe, isn't he? You've bedazzled him, haven't you? Del and I are mates. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. it. You've got a bedazzled suit. You lift up the top. Look at that, Del. Check it out. And it says polymath on the front like we, Superman, right? We, we were both in an airplane that ex- experienced extreme turbulence. and then You weathered in, it well. In, in Del's mind, we were going to die. Down, yeah. And it took... A near-death experience for Dell to actually remember my name, but I'm okay, okay with that. Oh, you yeah, take yeah. that. Can I just Point ask with, the, with Legends of Leagues, is Jeremy Schloss, Schloss going to be playing Legends well, of League? Oh, Nate Miles. And who's going to steal his shoe? Well, I don't know. Hey? I don't know because that was the shoe. Is Julian going to steal the shoe? That shoe. I hope so. Nate Everyone's Miles stealing well. shoes. Come on. Are they giving him to the well, to, this to is extra? The, tell you what. He's going to charity afterwards. Imagine if Julian O'Neill came back to Origin and Benny Hunt steals his shoe, passes it back to Julian. You remember how JT won an award, Australia Award, recently? Did he? Order of Australia. Yeah, yeah. KT, yeah. right? Cameron Smith. Uh, and he used to give the kiddies the little hat to motivate the kiddies, right? <laughs> what if you steal a shoe every game, that's your thing, and you give it to a kiddie? I mean, that, that's, that's surely going to surely gonna get you an award, doesn't that's it? Great initiative. <laughs> it's the only way Maloney's going to get an award. And, 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 and those that lose a shoe go, well, fair cop, fair cop, come on. Well, it's for a greater good. Go for a good cause. Can you imagine Boyd Corden walk up? Can I have a back, please? I can't walk. The kiddies go, no, it's mine now, and we just sign it, please. You know? By the way, how would you feel in this scenario? Rugby League Wunderkind, uh, Kalen Ponger, is echoing JT's gesture oh. and giving his headgear to kids at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah. But after Origin 1, because of the deep knee gash he suffered, Joe Offerhand Gowie got Kalen's headgear. Would you feel honoured mm. or patronised? 
If, it, if I was Joe Offerhengawe, mm. oh, I'd be honoured. Honoured? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, a, he's, he's just a kid. I'd be honoured, yeah. Caitlin can't put a foot wrong, can he? No, but has he got a sponsorship for those hats? Because uh, uh, otherwise, that would cost him a bit of money. That's right. Yeah. That, 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 one scene costs. <laughs> and this is why he's potentially going to leave Newcastle because they're not paying him enough. Right. Yeah. And he's got to cover the headgear. Not tax deductible either. Got to cover yeah. the headgear. Does the yeah. headgear come out of his salary cap? Exactly. Caps. The boots. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, the yeah, salary yeah. cap apply to caps? And does, if you lose your boot, if your th- boot gets thrown, is that a deduction on yeah, the yeah. team salary cap? And what does Josh McGuire wear? I, I, <laughs> can I just simply say. How good are franking credits? How, now, hey, how good is it that Scott Scomo doesn't say how good anymore? <laughs> yeah. And how, how good are those paintings everywhere saying, Engadine Maccas? Uh, how good is that? I don't find that funny. Just, no, and, and, and then there's nothing else need to be said. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that there's nothing else said. Come on. Uh, at some point in these shows, we do like to reflect quickly on the week that we've got, and we're heading to the wrap-up time. Dennis, you performed with Wendell this week. <laughs> I was at the uh, Campbelltown Warriors 50th anniversary out in uh, the, the, the with, with Wendell, the uh, Catholic club out in Campbelltown, mm. and uh, with Maroon and with James Graham. And I did, I did want to invite James Graham on the show to just ask, Ask him what Billy's ear tasted like, but he'd, he'd just gotten away. Very funny man, Jimmy Graham. Yes, very, very he, he queer. Belongs. He's good for chat, isn't he? Oh, he belongs. As long as you've got the subtitles. I did at one point yeah. say, like, I was asking him, Steady. Slow down. what would he think about uh, if Benny Pollock from the Raiders did an interview with John Bateman and put subtitles up? And he went, hey, it was you. I was like, sorry? He says, yeah, he's hard to understand sometimes. But, <laughs> but I didn't understand him saying he's hard to understand I love sometimes. He, was, he got a little bit tetchy about the concussion interviews and he goes, but if I couldn't play rugby league, then I'd have no sense of purpose. And, <laughs> and he said, what are the choices? Oztag in the life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And what did he forget yeah. as a rugby league player? You've got one more choice. Of Coffee. Barista. 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 Um, or buy shares in float tanks. Yeah. yeah. How, how's Josh Dugan doing, by the way? Is, we... He's put his hand up for origin. That's great that's, to hear. That's that's great how, oh, goes, I've never played a bad game in all 12. Yeah, yeah. Because on-field matters, off-field. I may have upset the team a little bit. but <laughs> So Dugan's is, is, is in the frame. Well, He's this is going to be an interesting decision. When does, uh, when does uh, Freddie have to make a decision about... Uh, Sunday, the they, think they announced the team next week, next Monday, after, after Sunday's game next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll be doing another podcast on Monday morning? Yeah, we will be. Well, we can announce it ourselves. We'll announce it ourselves. Great. Okay. Yeah. And we'll see how we go. Uh, Stephen, your week, um, mind and controversy, FKA Twigs at Vivid. Uh, no, because I had father duties that night, and unfortunately, this is a weird city with licensing where I could take my son to an opera house, which has, let's count them, three or four bars, but I can't take him to Carriage Works, which doesn't have quite as many bars. And well, I was at Carriage Works for uh, Curveball. And they ran out of beer. They ran out of beer at night. So, so. I, I don't understand it. So I, had, I stayed home with my son. Well, I didn't stay home, but I was with my son that night. Yeah, yeah. right. So I didn't see her. Yeah. But you know, look, look, it is it is an issue, sight lines, no doubt about it. And, and when you've got a big space where it's on the floor and you've got some great big six-foot-five hulk in front of you. Yes. You know, Chris. I have a rule. I have a rule about this. Six-foot-six, six, brother. <laughs> I have a rule. I arrive at a venue, yeah. and if it's like GA standing... You stand at the back? No. Oh. No. I walk as far as I can without standing in front of anybody. And if that means that gets me to the front... Good luck to you. Good luck to me. And I'm, and I'm not taking it from people but who... You then, get there 4.30 in the afternoon. Well, it depends, right? <laughs> but if I, I get... Actually, I go to a lot of gigs quite late because I, you know, I don't like being on my legs for too long. And if I, I just find a spot where I haven't pushed past anyone to get in their line of sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I'm there, I'm not going to the back because no, I'm tall. No. Come on now. But I, I have been in situations where I think, why can't they have a tiered system? It's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's complete heightism <laughs> that I'd always be at the back. Uh, yes. It's, no. 
I mean, <laughs> that's why the M is not bad because the M at least has a it slope goes, on the floor. Slope, yes, yes. My tip is to go down bottom right corner, which yeah. is flat because yeah. I don't like standing on the slope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've just got one thing for you guys, unless there's anything else you want to get across. No, except uh, Viv has got another five days to go. Terrific. It's Saturday night. Yeah. My boy Hayden James did a good job there. at uh, Your boy Hayden James did well. More rap. Sold out concert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is, of course, the announcement today of the uh, opening act for the Western Sydney Theatre. Have you heard I about know, this? yes. The Sydney Coliseum. It's going to be called out at Rudy Hill. Really? Mm. Is it part of the RSL or is it? Separate it is part, part of the RSL. It's Russell Crowe opening the damn thing. Even, well, no, even better. Yeah. Two thousand better. If we're thinking Western, yes. there's the hint. Sydney Western Theatre, Western Sydney Theatre. Who? Someone who's, who's Australian who has exposure. something to do with well, well, Western. Who's our greatest well, exponent of Western music? Well, yeah, not Lee Kernahan. Well, you're right. You're getting close. Okay, correct. It's not Lee Kernahan. It's a girl. No, 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 no. He's known for being associated with a girl, but ah, oh. you got it. Our boy that did the NRL final. You got your yeah. boy, Keith Urban. Can you sing me a song, anybody? Not, not one Can song. Can you, Dennis, sing a, a line from Keith Urban, please? Please, somebody, Is anybody. Don't, 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 No, that's not him. Thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> nope. I shot a man just to see him die. Is that him? Is that, nope. The devil went down to no, Georgia no, no, just no. to see it. No, no, that was uh, Charlie Daniels. Um, oh, he, he's had a couple. Yeah, well, I'm pushing um, you. I actually... I met him back in the nineties. He was, he was. I was playing in Byron. Lovely at the, man, at the apparently. Precursor for Lovely the man. Festival. December twenty one. We'll all be there. Yes. The, uh, at the at the Coliseum, you get the Rudy Hill RSL. You get the two thousand seat theatre, an aquatic centre, a, gy- a gymnasium, food and beverage outlets. Yeah. And get this: they're a Novotel, and they're building a Pullman. Wow. This is good. Homebush, isn't it? Have they finally got their own postcode? Because that's the Rudy Hill doesn't have a postcode. Hill, Rudy no. Hill RSL was supposed to have its own. They'd be postcode. looking for its own postcode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Vegas yeah. of the West and in classic Rudy Hill RSL. Yes. Lack of foresight. Yeah. If they built Bankwest Stadium, yes. right next door, all our problems would have been solved. Ah. Uh, it's been a pleasure being with you. More than a pleasure, Chris. It's we'll been come wonderful. back fairly quickly next week and uh, keep going and preview yeah. Origin. Yes. Yes. You've been on More Fired Up, Diamond Tender Podcast Network. Thank you all for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Fired up, ready to go.